Welcome to Bringing It Home. This is Pastor Justin Krupski. Today I get to introduce to you Bruce and Judy Kazmaka. Uh, they've been in the ministry for several years. They're grandparents, great-grandparents. And what I'm excited about today is just the wisdom that you and I are going to receive. Some pearls of wisdom, some perspective uh, that they definitely have. And so may God give us some wisdom. And certainly wisdom gives us life, right? And wisdom will give our children life. So may we bring it home as we listen to Bruce and Judy. Bruce and Judy, thank you very much for joining us today. If we could just take a moment, why don't you share a little bit about yourselves and how long you've been married, how many children you have, grandchildren you have, or anything you would like us to know about you. Well, Mark, we uh, this year will be celebrating our 54th year of marriage uh, on August 1st. Thank you. And uh, we've been dating for 58 years. We've been blessed with two children. Our uh, oldest daughter, uh, Amy, uh, is going to be 52 this year. Our son, Tim, will be 51. Uh, many folks don't realize we have children that old and so forth. Uh, we've been blessed with four great-grandchildren. Their ages range from the youngest of 21 to the oldest of uh, 26. People don't realize that because Judy looks so Yes, I can That's appreciate true. that. That's <laughs> one of the reasons why I've uh, chosen her and been blessed to have her. When we first met, he, he was just like he is now. Um, we met our first week of college during orientation week. And while standing in some endless lines, we were starting to talk with each other and discovered that we were both from Wisconsin, uh, lived about 50 miles apart from each other, and went to rival high schools. He does say that uh, we had a football game game, one of the last football games our senior year. He played football, I was a cheerleader, and he insists that he would watch the cheerleaders. It was at our home field, and he would watch the cheerleaders during the uh, between plays. Between plays. Right. Yeah. Thinks that he remembers me from that, but I don't think so. <laughs> we have four wonderful grandkids, three boys and one girl. They're all in their 20s. Uh, I think Bruce mentioned that the youngest is 21 and they go up to 26. Our daughter has a son in the Ann Arbor area and her daughter uh, lives and works in our area and will soon be married. So we're going to be welcoming into our family a grandson-in-law and we can't wait. One one of the things that we wanted to ask you to come and be on the podcast to share with us is about being a spouse and the family and the importance of that to us raising children and wisdom that you have. So what would you say would be a characteristic of a strong family and what impact does that have on the children in that family? Well, for me, I think a strong family has Christ at the center and shows that by worshiping together, praying together about big and little issues that affect the family. When children see the parents praying together and with them, it shows the child that God is in control. He loves us. He cares about us. And I think it's important for you to let them see that you love each other. You know, show your affection for each other, the hugs and the kisses. And of course, show that affection to them. I mean, I think that's pretty normal to show your affection to your children. But uh, let them see that you really do love each other, that you care about each other, that you help each other. Not all of our families are two-parent families. And so for the families of single moms and single dads, God bless you. You are able to still be that strong role model for your children. And that means by uh, uh, guiding them to uh, God's house for worship, for Sunday school, for you to be a part of Bible studies. Take the lead. And uh, that's so important uh, 
for you to worship as a family together. Uh, I think a personal belief of ours, we uh, often, when our children were very young, would uh, just try to go to the front of church where we could, uh, even with fidgety kids. And we had our little box of Cheerios, and yet we moved to the front because we wanted an opportunity to be close when, for example, a child was being baptized, and we could have the kids see and experience that. And after church, we could talk with them about, this is exactly what happened when we brought you into God's family. Another question we have for you is, something that helps you to be a loving and faithful spouse. So Judy, we'll start with you. Well, for me, I think forgiveness is the most important thing. When we know that we've messed up, ask for forgiveness and give your forgiveness to the other one if they've asked for it. You know, um, there's so many times when we get into a silly argument or something like that and, and you say things that you, you regret saying, So forgiveness is right at the top of the list. And then also say thank you. You know, let your spouse know that you appreciate the things they do. And now this should carry over to the children too, that they appreciate what you do for them and you appreciate what they do for you. We're a family. We're working together on all of this. Bruce, how about you? Well, I think uh, tangible ways for a husband and a father to say thank you to... uh, the person that God's blessed you with as a Christian spouse uh, would be uh, oh, recognizing times when, uh, as a mom, uh, I could tell Judy was uh, tired or worn out or needed a break, a break from all of us at home. And so I, I think I'd encourage uh, husbands and fathers to be uh, sensitive to your wife's feelings and small things where... Uh, you recognize maybe your uh, spouse comes home and she's obviously very tired. If you have a, a wife and mom that is also working to be able to sense, uh, would you like to go out to eat right now? And I think one of the things that we still enjoy, and if people will see us today, we uh, love holding each other's hands and we'll do so when we're uh, walking. We'll even hold each other's hands when we're worshiping in church during pastor's message. And so little things like that, Mark, I think are important. So if you could go back in time and talk to yourself when you were in the middle of that, you had young children and all the things that you were just talking about, and you could give that Judy, that Bruce, and pull them aside and give them that pep talk, what would that sound like? Well, I would say that um, don't sweat the little things. Since both of us were teachers, we were at times a little hard on our own kids. And uh, especially if they messed up, you know, yelled at them for breaking something or making a mess. But I'm very thankful, as I look back, that um, we could, when we cooled down, we could apologize to them and ask them for their forgiveness. I think being a parent doesn't mean you don't mess up. And if you are honest with your kids and you own up to it and apologize to them and ask for their forgiveness, that goes a long way to creating that bond where they will trust you. Be present for your children. That's so very important. And they they will appreciate that. And I think, Mark, 
no matter how old your kids are, they're still your kids and they still need your counsel, still need your advice. And I, I know when our children went off to college, uh, we missed them very much. We were a very close family, but we adjusted and I think moved with our kids into their college years. Great. Wow. That's a lot of wisdom there. The final question for the, for the both of you is, there's inevitable rough spots in your family life, in your marriage. What are some resources that you're aware of or that you've used that you would recommend that family spouses look toward if, if they're in a rough spot? Well, family devotions are so very, very important. Tough to find time for them. Very tough, especially with the busy schedules of everybody. But find some time, even if it's um, once a week. You know, it may not always happen that it's every day, but sometime on the weekend, perhaps, where you sit down as a family and have some time, family time together and pray together, pray together. I think in this day and age, so many resources for husbands and wives that we would encourage uh, go to those husband wife retreats that are offered satan is hard at work in uh, the world about us and we as christians uh, are his goal so he's working overtime on christian moms and dads and husbands and wives to plant all sorts of seeds of discourse and we need all the help we can get look to organizations to strengthen you. We need that help to get through those rough patches. I want to thank you both for coming in today. I know it took a, a lot of time to prepare and to actually record this. So on behalf of all the people listening and our church, um, I would like to to thank you. Um, we're going to close in a moment with, with a prayer, but I wanted to share with the audience and with yourselves that, that you really are a model for, for so many families here. On behalf of the congregation, my, personally, my family, I want to thank you both. I don't know if you both have a Bible verse you want to share. Or... Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. For me, I've got Jeremiah 29.11. I think it's a wonderful one that we share with our children so often. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Thank you for tuning in to Bringing It Home. Join Pastor Justin at Trinity Lutheran Church this or any weekend. Check out trinityutica.com for the most up-to-date schedule. While you're there, click on the media library and select Bringing It Home to ask questions or to subscribe.